This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Danny Kavanagh. It's Thursday, the 1st of July. In your Sport Today, Kyrgios advances, the AFL hub is complete, a Star Panther avoids surgery, and a one-man tour de force. This is your Sport Today. Danny, we start today's show with the news that Nick Kyrgios has advanced at Wimbledon after a disjointed round one win overnight. Kyrgios resumed his match with Ugo Ombert at 3-all in the fifth set, pulling off some dazzling shots to take it out 9-7. Not bad for a part-time player, Danny. Not bad at all, Sam. Hang on, those were his words, Danny, uh, by the way. It's just his 16th match in his past 18 months. <laughs> He's good for a quote, as he is with the racket. The match resumed after 12 hours after it was suspended on Tuesday night when it hit the 11pm curfew, with cameras picking up Curious saying he's so tired he'd rather be at the pub before the match restarted. He survived a nasty slip, kept playing and held his nerve to get the win. Speaking after the match, he said, I was in so much pain this morning physically. It's been a while since I've played, so I honestly just rolled into bed last night, fell asleep, then back at it again. Told you it was good for a quote, Sam. Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, Kyrgios will now face Italian Gianluca Maga in the second round. It was a mixed day for the Aussies, Danny. Yeah, Jordan Thompson won in five sets. The James Duckworth and Isla Tomlanovic advanced, but Alexandra Popperin, Chris O'Connell, Astra Sharma and Ellen Perez all bowed out. Yeah, finally, world number one Novak Djokovic won through, while ladies' four-seed Sophia Kennan was knocked out in straight sets making Ash Barty's tilt at a first Wimbledon title a little bit easier. Today's trivia question, Danny, what is Nick Kyrgios' best finish at Wimbledon? The answer at the end of the show. Danny, if you're like me and having trouble keeping track of where all the AFL teams are right now, it's become a lot easier. With South Australian clubs, the Crows and Power arriving in Melbourne yesterday to join the other 16 clubs as half the country remains in lockdown. Yeah, they're all in one spot now, Sam, so you can stop stressing. (laughs) AFL supporters will be familiar with the league operating inside a hub, just as they did much of last year. It's unknown how long this hub will go for, but the next couple of rounds look likely to be played in Victoria of all places. The Frio Blues game will now be played in Geelong, and we're waiting on to see where the Crows-Lions game will be played. It was scheduled for Adelaide Oval on Saturday, but now that's all up in the air. Joining the Crows and Power in Victoria are four super netball clubs, they being the Swifts, Giants, Firebirds and Lightning, which means six of the eight teams are now in a Melbourne hub. The other two clubs, the West Coast Fever and Adelaide Thunderbirds, they're staying at home for the time being. Danny, the league hopes the Thunderbirds can still host the Magpies this weekend in Adelaide with the other three matches now TBC. The mass exodus comes after most state and territory governments have issued stay-at-home orders as this nasty Delta variant spreads around the country. Victoria and Tassie are the only states not locked down, so everyone is making a dash for there. Danny, one of the hotspots in Queensland is Townsville, home of NRL side the North Queensland Cowboys. 
and its coach has been caught up in the COVID storm. Yeah, that's coach Todd Payton. He has been deemed a close contact of a COVID positive case and now must isolate for 14 days. Earlier on Wednesday, the Cowboys cancelled training after Payton mixed with the group. And two other players are in isolation having visited Magnetic Island when a positive case was there. While it's far from ideal, the Cowboys say their clash with the Knights in Newcastle on Saturday will go ahead if all tests come back negative. You'd think the last thing the NRL would want is to start rescheduling games. It's why the league has put all players under strict biosecurity protocols. They can't leave their homes unless it's for training and essential items, with the games in Sydney to be played behind closed doors like they were last year in the early stages of the pandemic, Sam. Yeah, and you better believe the NRL is taking this very seriously. It fined the Bulldogs 50000 bucks yesterday after five players went to a pub when they weren't supposed to. Each player was also fined. Uh, Sharks player Josh Dugan has also been hit with a $25,000 fine for allegedly going to a restaurant, which is, of course, a no-go. Dugan and the five Bulldogs players now have to isolate for 14 days, meaning they're going to miss some matches in the coming weeks. Danny, our rugby league fans, especially those in New South Wales, have been keeping an ear out for how bad gun halfback Nathan Cleary's shoulder injury is after he suffered a potential season-ending injury in Origin 2. We already know he's been ruled out of the third match, but after a visit to the specialist, we now know when we'll see him back in action. Yep, it's pretty much best-case scenario. Clear will not immediately undergo surgery on his right shoulder, which he injured playing for New South Wales on Sunday night in Brisbane. Instead, he'll become the physio's best mate and rehab it until he's right to return for club side Penrith in around four to six weeks. He's then expected to go under the knife at season's end. It's a big boost for the Panthers as Cleary is leading the Daily M count as the best player this season. You'd reckon Penrith will want all hands on deck as they look to go one better this year after losing the grand final to Melbourne last season. Yeah, there aren't too many players in the comp going better than Cleary at the moment, Danny. The injury means New South Wales will need to find a new halfback for State of Origin 3. Mitchell Moses and Adam Reynolds are a few names that are being thrown around. We'll find out who gets the nod at the end of this weekend's matches. That's when the team will be named for the match on July 14. A quick one on boxing, Danny. Next week's bout between Tim Zhu and Michael Zarafa in Newcastle has been called off. Zarafa Camp says it's because of COVID, but a New South Wales minister says there's really no risk. Yeah, Zarafa didn't want to travel from Melbourne and risk travelling during the outbreak and potentially have to isolate for 14 days on return. But New South Wales Deputy Premier John Barillaro said Newcastle is safe and the only one that might have been in harm was Zarafa in the ring. Now there's some fighting words, Sam. <laughs> they are indeed, Danny. It's a shame because Zarafa had been chasing a fight with Zoo for years, but I guess we'll have to wait now. Zoo will still fight. He'll now face Stevie Spark on July 7. Spark said the fight is something out of Rocky or Cinderella Man. Get the popcorn ready, Danny. I've got it. Danny, La Tour de France has got to be one of the most gruelling sporting events in the world. I mean, teams of cyclists cover thousands of kilometres, climb steep mountains and face some serious danger over three weeks. You reckon that sounds difficult? Well, Aussie Lachlan Morton is doing it all by himself without the lush hotels and support crew the pros get to enjoy. What would make someone do something like that? Well, he's doing it all for charity. 
This is a remarkable story, Sam. Lachlan is going old school with his challenge, like really old school, aiming to replicate what the riders went through in the first tour in 1903. Back then, the riders would ride all night if they had to, and there was no transport between stages. Lachlan started an hour after the tour began on Saturday, and his goal is to beat the peloton to Paris. But without the luxuries, it means he'll ride more than 2,000 kilometers more than the pros to get there. I don't know if he's brave or crazy, Sam. I'm going to go with a little bit of both, Danny. Lachlan is no stranger to these insane challenges. He once raced 44 hours through Spain on no sleep. Uh, Madness. He's doing this to raise money for communities that could really use bikes to travel vast distances instead of having to walk. There's a link in the bio if you want to donate or just check on Lachlan's progress. Danny, time for Catch This, the segment where we tell our listeners about the stuff that caught our eye or is coming up. What do you got, Danny? Well, I was watching the NBA yesterday and saw this incredible shot from behind the backboard by Atlanta big man Clint Capella. It left commentators and fans stunned, so we've put a link in the episode notes. The same game, Milwaukee Bucks MVP Giannis Antetokounmpo suffered a grim knee injury that could rule him out for a while. It's not the nicest vision, so we won't put a link in the notes. As for today's trivia question, what is Nick Kyrgios's best result at Wimbledon? It's the quarterfinals back in 2014. All right, that's it from us today. Thanks so much for tuning in. Catch you tomorrow.